2023 is the year that you should deepen relationships with your sphere, but how do you do that? We're going to talk about it today. Stay tuned. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, Real Geeks is your solution. Find out why agents across the country choose Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering a sales and marketing solution so that you can easily generate more business. Their agent websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for your visitors. Real Geeks also includes an easy-to-use agent CRM, so once a lead signs up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up conversations. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now, on to our show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. In just a moment, we're going to be speaking with Sky Michaels. Before we get to Sky, just a quick reminder that the best way that you can help our podcast, well, a couple of ways, actually two ways. Uh, so there are two best ways. One is to, of course, support our sponsors who are nice enough to help us continue funding our show. So we love our sponsors. Please, we hope you love them too. Check out their products and services. And then the second best way you can help us grow is also by telling a friend. Uh, our goal is to reach as many real estate agents as possible. There's 1.7 million of them in the United States right now. And I don't think all of them are listeners, although we would love it if they all were. So help us get one more follower or one more listener and turn somebody else on to our show. Send them over to our website, keepingitrealpod.com. And guys, that's enough for me. Let's get to the main event, my conversation with Sky Michaels. Michaels from Compass. And let me tell you more about Sky. Now, Sky Michaels is here to connect, empower, and cultivate kindness. He's a dad, an entrepreneur. He's an award-winning real estate professional and a national motivational speaker. Now, currently he is serving as the national head of agent development at Compass. And Sky is currently creating a national agent training curriculum based on the principle that real estate is more about creating connection and caring for people than it is about selling houses. Could not agree more, by the way. Sky is also the founder and host of the popular motivation and accountability group, The 6 AMers, which brings together thousands of agents across the country in the early hours every week to learn frameworks for developing a healthy mindset, reaching their goals, and achieving their own happiness. I'm going to give you guys two websites that I want you to go check out about Sky. First is his personal website, which is skymichaels.com. Uh, Michaels is spelled a little differently, so there's a link to that in our show notes, um, but it is M-I-C-H-I-E-L-S.com. So Sky with an E, Michaels. Anyway, just click on the on the link in the show notes. But also I want you to check out his 6 AMers accountability group and podcast. You can find that anywhere podcasts are served, but go to his website, the 6 AMers, and it's the number 6 AMers.com. Google it, you'll find it. I'll also have a link to that in the show notes. Sky, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm thrilled to be on. I wanted to very quickly, before we get into your story, I'm sort of going to take over for just a moment, awesome. which is like super rude and not great, um, not, not, <laughs> not great etiquette for, for a host. But I, I, I wanted, I saw something that really stopped me in my tracks and forced me, um, but not forced me, um, encouraged me and, and, and immediately captivated me to learn more about you. So we, we do, uh, obviously prep for the show. Um, although today I didn't do my prep that early. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I have to learn about sky. Um, and I went to his website, which is skymichaels.com. And he does something that I've yet to see 
any other person in the real estate uh, industry do, and I'm sure other people have done this, but this is the first time I've seen it in five years of looking at other agent websites for people that are on our show after 400 some episodes. This is super cool. If you go to his website and you go to his about us page, he has got something called big moments. And what he's basically showing you here um, is different major events in his life that are important to him or significant uh, to his development or about his personal life. And boy, I love this. And I just wanted to say, I, I literally got to learn all about your life, not necessarily by reading a bio, which, you know, I get lost after a while when I read somebody's bio, um, especially if it's really long, but I loved this because I could see pictures of each event in your life. And then if I hover over, I can read more about it. And I was like, wow, I really feel like I know this guy. And I thought, <laughs> what a great idea for other realtors to do this. So please everyone go to his website, skymichaels.com, go to his about us page and just check out how he really gets intimate and vulnerable um, and says, here's the, here's what's been most important to me in my life. I think it is super cool. So I just wanted to give you some, uh, some kudos before we, before you started <laughs> talking. That. Yeah. Well, I, th I think it ties back into the philosophy that I have around real estate too, that real estate is about people and you know, how many, every realtor that you've, you've seen or that you go, you go to their about page, it's words and words and words. The reality is like, no client looking at me it wants to read all of that right but when they see a visual and they see a, a picture of like divorced you know yeah. what i'm doing what i'm doing right there is a i'm i'm explaining who i am as a person and in addition i'm also creating a potential connection with the person like oh wow like and it, where if they had read paragraph and paragraph and paragraph you know eventually maybe they get to it but the visual of that in you know, the visual of my children or the visual of me rowing in college or whatever it might be, it, you connect a lot easier. Our brains are wired to connect visually yeah. much quicker than we are connect uh, when we read something. So that was sort of the mindset around it was I really wanted to, in a very, very quick situation, illustrate who I am as a person, mainly because I want to connect with you as a person as well. Yeah. It almost felt like I was, um, it was almost, almost like a mini Instagram um, yeah. most important moments of your life in a, in a weird way. It's just, it's like, I don't have to infinitely scroll through, you know, a million uh, of your Instagram posts. I can literally just see the top 12 things that have happened yeah. that are significant. And you, you really do talk about everything uh, on there, yeah. which I think is, is courageous um, and yeah. a great, uh, a great example of, of leadership, the ability to, you know, say, Hey, not everything in my life's been easy and perfect. Um, and here yeah. are some of the challenges and here's how I overcame them. And I just, I, I'm really impressed by that. And it, it encourages me to, to want to, uh, be more forthright, you know, with, with my yeah. own story as well. And by the way, I'm a divorced guy too. And as, and as soon as yeah. I saw that, um, I was like, okay, I feel good. I, I did. I did. I felt a little connected right. to you. I, I don't have children. You do. Um, so I wasn't able to connect in that way, but, but I, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm a divorced guy. That that's, yeah. you know, it's not really something we like want to, we go around bragging about in a way or like announcing, but of course half the people in this country are. Um, yeah. and so even, even things like that, I thought was really, really yeah. cool. Um, so, well, and I really think it goes back into owning your story, right? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, the best realtors are authentic. And authenticity is the most powerful thing we have in real estate. It's be your authentic self. And when you own your story, you're showing up as your authentic self. And, and very similarly, like when someone is looking at you online, you don't know what they're going to connect with. I don't, I didn't know if you were divorced, but now we have sure, a common connection. Yeah. And imagine if I was showing up to, uh, to a listing appointment at your house, you already feel like you know me a little bit and yeah. you have, we have a connection and maybe it was the college rowing or maybe it was the children or maybe it was yeah. the, we don't know, but now I'm putting my story out there. And I'm saying, this is who I am as a person. And now you, it allows you to connect in your terms rather than me trying to force my terms on you. I don't know if that makes okay. sense. It makes perfect sense. And also this, um, this idea of vulnerability is, yeah. is really the gateway to connection and you are vulnerable on this. And, and I like that because so, so many people are desperate for connection and, but it's scary to get vulnerable. It's scary to put your story out there because of course, it, you know, people can judge you for it or people can have an, a reaction that isn't what you want, but it, you were saying it's my story. This is what it is. I, I, and, and, but people love that. I love it. I, I love the, the, anyway, so we'll move on Thank from you. that. Cause I could talk about that all day, but I, 
<laughs> I think that is such a great example of who you are as is the the what the willingness to put something like that out there I think is is a really great indicator of of your character and 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 also where you're at in life um but let's start all the way at the beginning of your story because I really sure. want to hear about how you got to where you are now so how'd you get started in real estate um so I I was a teacher so I graduated from Syracuse University I I knew from a very early age I wanted to be a teacher like I loved it you know um, and I was inspired by some of my teachers, like most teachers are. Um, and I got into, I got, graduated in uh, 2000 with my master's degree and I became a high school history teacher. And unfortunately, uh, I realized very quickly I was poor. <laughs> so as a teacher, so I needed a side business. Uh, and all, most teachers have a little side thing. They paint their movers or they, they coach or whatever it might be. Um, and I had a conversation with a, a teacher who was just about to retire. And he said, if I could go back and do it all over again, uh, I would get my real estate license and sell real estate part-time and then teach full-time. You get the best of both worlds. So I was like, sure. Huh. So I went online, Googled real estate schools, you know, found the closest one. And I literally got my license in, uh, it was one of those like all weekend classes, yeah. right? So I got it four weekends, got my license and I was a realtor. And I started selling and I always intended it in the beginning to be a part-time thing. Like I thought it was just going to be something I sell four or five homes a year, you know, make a little extra money and, and be a teacher the rest of my life. Um, and I'm also, I'm a former college athlete, so I'm a little competitive. So I got into it and I actually loved it because I think it, it reminded me of sports, right? Like if you work hard, you actually get a return here. Right. Right. And there, there was a piece of my, my, my soul, so to speak, that missed that competition. Right. You, every day of your life as a college athlete, you're competing and then you leave yeah. it and you're like, okay, that's over. And now right. it's back in a competition mode. Um, and I just, I loved it. I gravitated into it. I was successful. And I literally did both for three years as a part-time agent because of the wow. fact that I, I grew up, you know, you grew up craving stability. Like I, I did five years, Syracuse University, in my opinion, the best school out there, you know. Uh, sure. But at the end of the day, like you, you go to school for five years to become a teacher and you achieve it. And I'm going to leave it to go sell houses at 100% commission. And it was well, probably, um, probably difficult in a sense too, because I imagine with teaching, sometimes there's a, there's a calling. Like, it's like, I feel drawn to do this. Yeah. You, you obviously could have chosen, you know, any career, uh, you know, Syracuse is a great university. Um, and, and so you could have chosen any, any path. And, and did you feel called to teach? Was that like part of, uh, totally. And, and, you know, the last year I stayed uh, the last year, I literally stayed because of the fact I didn't want to leave the senior class that I was teaching because I've sure. been with them all four years and yeah, it is it's a, a relationship. It's a yeah. It's a relationship and you care and about those kids. Sure. Exactly. And then on the surface, when you look at real estate on the surface, it actually, it, it feels very, especially nowadays with like all the housewives and the HGTV stuff, yeah, right. Yeah. It feels very like, and what I discovered though, within real estate is all the skills I applied as a teacher, I can apply in real estate. And that's what made me successful between caring about someone learning about who they are, making sure I could explain everything properly, making sure they really, really understood the process, right? All the skills of a teacher applied so closely to me being a realtor, as long as I then applied sort of that confidence and the uh, sort of the drive you have as an athlete as well, when those came together, it really made me who I was. Uh, so I did both for three years and then finally 2005 went full-time real estate. And uh, it was made the decision that, you know, that this was going to be my career. And then uh, now you're in, uh, you're, you're, you're a corporate guy now. Now you're, you're part of a, you're part of the biggest uh, real estate company out there right now. Yeah. So um, you are the national head of agent development at Compass and everybody knows Compass, of course. Uh, I would hope by now everyone knows Compass. Um, and, you know, they just, they just are crushing it everywhere. Um, yeah. And, and obviously uh, Robert Refkin's a really impressive guy, of course. And yeah. you guys are always yeah. in the news and always a lot going on with Compass. Um, how did you get to Compass? Just out of curiosity. Yeah. Um, so over the course of my career, you know, uh, I, be, I was an individual agent in 05 and then um, over in 2012, I created my real estate team uh, and I, it was called Real Estate with Heart, you know, all about caring and caring about people, et cetera. Uh, that team, I grew that team into one of the top teams in the Philadelphia market. 
Um, at the time I was with Keller Williams, which I, I love Keller Williams. It's such a great company, some great trainings and uh, awesome culture, et cetera. Um, but I was, at the time I was also craving a little something more, shall we say. And um, Compass at that time in 2018 was just starting to launch in the Philadelphia market. So I remember taking my first recruiting appointment only, I was taking it because I was like, I'm going to learn about this company so I can recruit against them. And the minute <laughs> when I walked in, you're like, wait a minute, they've got everything. <laughs> I don't want to compete with those guys. <laughs> it, it, it was that situation. I walked into the appointment. I met a gentleman named Rob Lehman. Um, and at the end of the day, in my head, I'm like, oh my God, why did I take this appointment? Uh, because I literally fell in love with the company, the philosophy, the branding, the marketing. There are so many aspects that I wanted to create, but there was just so many it's so challenging in, in most real estate companies to create it because of the fact that, uh, you know, the, the factors present really hold you back. And the Encompass sort of overcame this really because of the fact that they invested so many millions of dollars in, in supporting agents first. And that was like this philosophy that I had that I really wanted to sort of pursue. Um, so at the time, uh, in 2018, I came over to Compass. I took over as the managing director for the city of Philadelphia. Um, and uh, my team came over as well. My sister ran my team. And uh, yeah, and we launched in uh, we launched in June of 2018. And I came over in August of 2018. And it was an awesome ride. And then over the years, the teacher and me started to come out. And yeah. really, this was accentuated in the pandemic. So I'd been doing a little bit of uh, national te teaching that our, our retreats and things along those lines and the pandemic hits, right? So March of 2020, hard to remember it, but it, everything shut down and we're sitting there like, what do we do? Uh, and immediately myself and a group of probably about 13 or 14 other people were formed. And we, we launched a thing called coaching at compass, which was all virtual training. So every single day, all we did was we did all this virtual training. The other thing was, I was drinking a lot, eating a lot, watching Netflix a lot. You know, we, we would have our sure. four o'clock virtual happy hour. And then, you know, you're like, all right, six o'clock. Like, what do I do now? Might as well yeah. just watch TV. There's nothing to do. And this was yeah. in March. So the end of April, I launched a group called the Six Amers, um, which was uh, sort of a morning and accountability group just within my market, just within the Philadelphia market. So between the coaching of Compass and the Six Amers, I started to work a little more nationally, but I was still managing full-time as well. And then at the beginning of this year, uh, I was promoted to the head of agent development here at Compass to make a long story short. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, it's it's really impressive. You've really come full circle. You're teaching again. And um and and also, you know, you're you're obviously super engaged in, in the real estate industry and market. Um, so before we, I want to get some advice because our, our audience are all realtors. I, I, I assume, yeah. I don't know who else would want to listen to our show, but um, we love our, we love our audience, of course, but um, we also are here to help educate them and help get yeah. them ready. And I, for next year, right. We have a, a shifting market that's already shifted yeah. and we just had a fed rate increase, uh, you know, a couple of days ago. So we're, we're certainly agents are, well, you know, they're stressed, they're worried. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I'm super excited to learn, you know, what you're telling agents, uh, on how, what to do through the end of the year, all the way into 2023. But before we do, let's get to your podcast, because I always yeah. wait till the very end to sort of say, Oh, by the way, he's got this. And then, you know, not as many people make it to the end. So I want to make sure we, we get that out there right now. Yeah. Um, so tell us about the 6AMers. Yeah. So the six hammers, uh, once again, it was formed in April, 2020. Um, and the mindset, it, it actually was the originally like a couple of years prior, I'd gotten divorced. And one of my really good friends, a guy named Jake Dreyfus, um, at Keller Williams, I, I was struggling. I was in a bad place. Right? Sure. You, you sort of can see this on I, the I've website. been there. I, I know. Yeah. It's bad. It's, uh, it's even even in the best of scenarios, it's bad. Yes. And I have a, I have a beautiful divorce, by the way. I have a great Me relationship too. with my ex. Like, <laughs> You know, my kids are, we have great, beautiful 50-50 custody, et cetera. But going yeah. through it, it Brutal. rocks you. So yeah. Jake would, he said, hey, I'm going to start texting you early in the morning, 5 a.m. We followed a guy named Jocko Wilnick, who's like- Sure, sure. I, yeah, of course. Yeah. 
Uh, By so the way, anyways. for any, anyone who doesn't know who Jocko Wilnick is, he's got a, a million books. Uh, he's a crazy, uh, what, ex-Navy SEAL or- Navy SEAL. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, yeah, I guess you're never an ex-Navy SEAL. I shouldn't say that. It's like disrespectful. <laughs> I didn't mean it to be. He's not. But anyway, he's, an, he's a Navy SEAL and this guy is hardcore and he's all yeah. about discipline. And anyway, go, go right ahead. Yeah. Sorry. So Jake and I formed a group called the Five Amherst, right? We woke up at five. <laughs> couple of days a week, we, we'd get on a Zoom call. We actually launched it like nationwide. It was really cool. Actually, the, the Facebook group still exists today. Jake's one of my best friends today. But, you know, he moved to Colorado. I went to Compass. Like, you know, so we, it just sort of sort of settled in, I guess we could say. So when the pandemic hit, I sort of just revived it um, as a 6 a.m. Hey, it was a pandemic, so you didn't need to get up at 5 a.m., and 6 a.m. is also that hour that really allows it to be accessible to everyone. Yeah. You know, 5 a.m. is a little, a little tough. Yeah. It's a little hard. If you're not like a crew guy, a swimmer, uh, like an early morning person, a paper boy, <laughs> like right. 5 a.m. is just, it's not healthy as well. 6 a.m. was a great time. And to make a long story short, what we do is Tuesdays and every month you sign up and you commit to doing one goal for the month. You wake up at 6 a.m. Uh, and you uh, get on a Zoom call on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I'll usually will interview someone motivational on the Zoom call. And then I'll put a po- uh, I'll post a question of the day on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday in the workplace, which is our internal Facebook system um, that you need to answer. And then we also read one book of the month. And the goal is let's create a community around sort of waking up early and, and really taking care of ourselves. Um, cause at the end of the day as realtors, what do we do all day, every day? What makes us successful is we take care of other people and that's good during the day because of the fact that's what makes you successful. The challenge we have as realtors is that usually that spills over into the early morning and the, in the late evening because of the fact that we, we are always on email and text and social media. And we literally wake up from the moment we wake up to the moment we go to bed. Sometimes we're on our, our devices. So the goal of the six Amers is really to say to people that you don't need to be all things to all people at all times early in the morning. Early in the morning is that's your for time. you. Yeah, that's for you. And it, we coined a term we call healthy selfish that you need to be selfish in a healthy way early in the morning. You don't get on the phone you, and, and everyone is different, right? For some people, it's working out. For some, it's meditating. For some, it's reading. For some people, it's folding laundry because it makes you feel like you're in control. Yeah. But whatever it is that you need to do for yourself, that's that's selfish, but it's healthy selfish. That's really what we try to preach. And we, we want people to wake up with a little bit of motivation, a little bit of positivity, a little bit of inspiration early in the morning to carry them throughout the day. Um, now, and- is, is this open to only Compass agents or can anyone uh, apply for this? It's a great question. So it is right. The the live group is only compass agents, right? Because of the fact we use internal communication sure. systems, et cetera. And over the years, I had hours and hours of interviews that I recorded. And my mom, <laughs> my mom would be, can you send me that interview? Or like, you know, people would say, Hey, can you send me the interview? I want to send it to my 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 kids. Or and it really it got to the point where I was like, I gotta put this out publicly because there are so many great inspirational moments and interviews and and it, it, a lot of there's people within compass but people outside of compass as well that we interview um so i was really motivated to put something out there that the world could actually see inside what we do as a group and gain inspiration from it as well and i'll, I'll say it's obviously it's a lot of realtors but we have a lot of staff members in there and the podcast really is not about real estate per se it's really about you as an individual and a person and how do you get inspired and really take care of yourself? So podcasts can be listened to by anyone. So uh, we'll have a yep. link to that in the show notes. Again, called 6AMers number six. Uh, and if you want to be part of the actual accountability group, that's limited to to for currently to the Compass agent. So a lot of our listeners are Compass agents. So if you don't know about this, this is a great time to sign up. But um, let's talk about uh, right now what's going on, because yeah. of course, everyone's focused on what's right in front of them, which is uh, some challenging times, right? We had, well, they're challenging times in relation to what we had a couple of years ago. And I think 
that's uh, an obvious thing for people to uh, to to think back and go, well, that was easy. This is hard. But if we think back maybe a couple of years ago, even at 3% interest rates, I don't know that it was so easy. Um, I think if you were working with buyers, we all remember it was not easy. Uh, if yeah. you were working with sellers, you had a great run. But right. now things have changed and we're now, you know, rates, of course, are much higher. Um, obviously, business still needs to continue. People still need to move. And but yet I, I, I'm part of uh, our local association here um, and we, I'm, I'm in uh, work on some committees that, that deal with programming around helping agents get through this current time. And boy, everybody I know is a little bit stressed. So yeah. um, as you know, uh, so I'm curious on what you're telling agents or what you're seeing out there, how are successful agents sort of continuing to stay focused? Um, are they putting the blinders on and just kind of doing the things they were always doing? Or are they, are people pivoting? Just curious to get your thoughts on what you're sure. seeing. Well, uh, the first thing I'll give everyone is that the solution to anxiety is action. Like if you're, if you right now are feeling anxious, anxiety is all about unknown things in the future. Yeah. And what happens when we feel anxiety is we get, we sort of get frozen in place, almost picture the deer in the headlights, yeah. right? And we don't move. And that is a, that is not a good thing right now. So if you're out there and you're hearing this and you feel anxiety, my challenge to you is what are the actions that you need to take in order to move forward, right? Get out of the headlights, get out of the blind spot, get out of that frozen mode. Because the reality is there are real estate transactions that are to be had. There's millions of transactions that are going to happen. But in this moment, when you feel that frozen mode, that anxiety is going to kick in and it's going to paralyze you. And if you are not in a mode of action every single day, then you are literally going to sort of slide backwards and, and it's going to get really, really hard. For successful agents and what I'm coaching everyone, this is an opportunity. We have a massive opportunity right now as professional agents to capture market share and elevate what we do. And two years ago, a year ago, let's be real. If the property was priced right and you had it in the MLS, like it- That was about all you had to do. Well. Yeah. <laughs> so at, at the end of the day, our role as, a, as an agent or an, I like calling us like advisors and consultants around real estate sales. It, at the end of the day, it really, we weren't, able to fulfill our greatest potential because of the fact that it was it was, the market was so crazy it was so fueled with with uh, low interest rates and low inventory it was hyper hyper <laughs> growth right it, it was not natural and so now we're moving back to a world where there is an opportunity for us to elevate what we do as realtors and to elevate what we do as an industry to actually embrace that role as the advisor and the consultant and I, I really am coaching agents right now to figure out everything you can do to be in action. And when you think about like the last two years, a lot of agents probably didn't work in their CRM. They didn't update their contacts. They didn't reach out. They didn't uh, have those great touch points that made you successful, right? All you did was you, done, you did transactions, you showed properties, you listed homes, and you were so busy and so frenetic that you were just running so fast. Well, we have an opportunity now to take a step back and, and we're still going to work as hard. We're just going to work in a different manner because the reality is the millions of transactions that are going to happen in this real estate industry are going to happen with people that have real life situations. But if we are not in a relationship with these people, what are they going to do? They're going to click on a link online and then they're going to get connected to someone that's paying lots of money to a third party company. And the reality is we need to be reaching out to people we know in a human manner, in a manner that develops our relationships. So when that advisory role comes up, we are elevated and they reach out to us for help, right? When you think about financial advisors, you know, your financial advisor is constantly in touch with you, hopefully about your portfolio and what you should yeah. be doing. And, and the reality of real estate transaction, it happens once every seven, eight, 10, 15 years. But so there's a lot of lead time in between. And the, what most agents do is they, they don't remain in their clients' lives as an advisor around real estate beyond the transaction. 
and our I, I have, can I pause? Can I pause you for a second? Yeah, I have a theory about about this. Number yeah. one, obviously, so we're talking about the time in between sales, which I think is maybe is not even maybe it is more important than when you're actually working with the client because as as you said this this is i mean we've all seen the stats the i don't know you know it depends on what study you look at but the certain number of pe- certain percentage of people literally forget who their realtor was like 3 years after the transaction my my parents are this way it took them they have a they had a home in um North Myrtle Beach, and it took years to sell it because it was just kind of weird timing, whatever. Anyway, it took years and many different realtors to finally sell this property. <laughs> finally, somebody did it after like five years. It was brutal, but they finally did it. And my parents were like, oh, thank God somebody finally got it sold. And and my parents are super grateful to this person. I was asking my dad not that long ago. This is a couple of years ago, but I said, who, who is any realtor? Because I thought maybe I had a lead out there. I was just going to yeah. say, he goes, he goes, I, I don't remember. And my parents like this person and they yeah. couldn't remember. Now they don't live in North Myrtle Beach. They, you know, they're never going to do another transaction there, but still um, that was shocking to me. And I went, oh yeah, I'm in the industry. Of course that makes sense. People don't Correct. stay in touch. And what you said, I think is really important. So here, here was my, my thing I was going to suggest for anyone out there that's going, okay, like Sky was saying, now's the time to think about how can I deepen my relationships with my connection to these people? Well, that sometimes is is the challenge is they, they might go, well, I don't know what to, am I supposed to just call once in a while? Or I don't, I know they're not, they just moved in a year ago. What am I going to do? I could call them and say like, what's going on or how you doing? And that's fine. But what I, what I've always suggested, is, especially you talked about your CR, like really getting your CRM updated. I think now's the time to call everybody, you know, especially now if you have some extra time and you probably do call everybody in your database and literally just update the information. Be like, Hey, I'm working on my marketing thing for next year. I just want to make sure I have all the right data for you. Find out their birthdays, find out their anniversary. If they're married, find out, you know, where they work. If you don't know, you know, and, and this gives you find out what their children names, ages, maybe even birthdays too, for that. So this way, if you have that information, you now have six, seven reasons to pick up the phone next year, already automatically built in to your calendar, right? You're like, have the ability to pick up the phone and go, Hey, it's your wedding anniversary. Just wanted to say happy anniversary. Anyway, I was just thinking like, this is the time to get that data in there so that you have all those touch points built into your calendar. So true. Well, and I think to agents struggle with this, what do I say? Um, and, and I think the reality is because of the fact that we're looking at that former client as a client, not a human being. Yeah. yeah. And when you go back and let's bring it back to the beginning of our interview, right? Like my website, you look at it, you get an idea of who I am as a human being. Yeah, And I think it, this is a technique you can also use is you put a touch point to do what I call reverse social media. So social media, Instagram and Facebook, they give us what they want us to see, but we have the ability to go in and actually look at what's happening in our clients' lives. And when you ask yourself the question, well, what should I say? Well, what's happening in their life and reach out about it, yeah. right? Give them a compliment, give them a piece of gratitude, or you can just say, and this is one of my favorite scripts, was you? It's a text or an email, and you just say, "Hey, I'm just going through my records. I saw your name, and it made me smile. Just want to say hi. No need to respond back. Just letting you know." Oh boy! It, it, oh good. Again, we want to emphasize: only do this if if somebody's authentically makes you smile too. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. people are going to smell, uh, you know, something that isn't honest. But, exactly. but you are so absolutely right. Is is using social media as almost research and development? You can literally just. Again, don't wait for the feed because Facebook's only going to serve up things that they think you're going to want to see. You're not going to really get a good sense of everything that's going on in someone's life. So go through, type in their name, see what, see if they've been on vacation lately, see what's going on with their kids. And then my suggestion is don't, you can always comment on posts and that's great. And that's definitely better than doing nothing. My suggestion is pick up the phone and call or text, be like, Hey man, just saw you got back from Cancun. Hope you had an amazing trip. Like that's the sort of stuff that people go, wow. Yeah. The other, the other brilliant gem I'm going to give you as well is yeah. ask for help. Yes. So I'm coaching next week. I'm, I'm actually coaching this uh, within Compass and we're going to basically be giving, we have thousands of agents signed up for this. I'm really excited. Um, but it's five days of giving is the challenge. So I'm going to be basically showing how gratitude, but the first thing is agents are going to reach out to their clients and say, Hey, we're developing a recipe book. Um, do you have any Thanksgiving recipes that you love that I could love share that. in this recipe book? And everybody and, has at least one. <laughs> and, and even if they don't, 
Yeah. What they're going to say is, oh, you know, I don't have anyone, but that's awesome. Can you send me that when you're done? Absolutely. And now you have a digital recipe book, you know, that you can send out instead of just the the corny, hey, hope you're having a Thanksgiving, like the blast email blast we all get, right? Like the turkey. I'm thankful Uh, you're one of my clients or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, and and when we, we, if your parents got a Thanksgiving recipe book from their realtor, like as a awesome, right? Now we we got to get beyond the transaction. We got to think of like what are my clients going to need, and the the key aspect of asking for help is people like helping other people. And now, and you're not asking for help in a in a in a bad way. You're asking for help in a good way. Imagine that neighborhood guide. You you ask your clients, hey, I'm building a neighborhood guide. Do you have a favorite restaurant in Chicago or in yeah, everybody uh, the, has one, whatever? Yeah. Right. And now what are you doing? You're interacting with your clients, your former clients in a human way. And what are you, and it's all about being present in their mind in a positive manner, because while they may not buy or sell a house every 10 years, how many people do they know in those 10 years that are going to buy or sell? And what you want to do as an agent, you want to create raving fans that when you say, who is your realtor? I, my clients, they say, oh my God, Sky, you've got to call him. Like, here's his number. And let me text them right now because of the fact I'm present in their lives in a manner that is nothing to do necessarily with real estate, but everything to do with real estate, if that makes sense. Totally. Now, after interviewing hundreds of top realtors in the country on the show, do you know what CRM is used more than any other by our amazing guests? Well, you guessed it. It is follow-up boss. So let's face it. Following up is the key to taking your business to the next level. Follow-up boss will help you drive more leads in less time with less effort. Don't take my word for it. Robert Slack, who runs the number one team in the US, uses follow-up boss, and he's built a $1.5 billion business in just six years. I am sure uh, Jonathan is hot on their tail. Uh, But Follow-Up Boss integrates with over 250 different systems, so you can keep your current tools and lead sources. Also, they have seven-day-a-week support, so you'll get the help that you need. And get this, Follow-Up Boss is so sure you're going to love their CRM that for a limited time, they're offering Keeping It Real listeners a 30-day free trial, which is twice as much time as they give everyone else. And oh yeah, no credit card required. That's how confident they are that you're going to keep using them. But only if you use this special link which is visit followupboss.com forward slash real. That's followupboss.com forward slash real for your free 30-day trial. Follow up like a boss with follow-up boss. Boy, um, I'm just absorbing what you did. I realized what I need to do is create content from our listeners. I never have asked our listeners to contribute to the show. I asked them to tell a friend and boy, that is all you ever have to do if you're listening is tell a friend. But um, I'm thinking you just gave me a great idea. I would love to create a list of tips from our listeners about what's working for them right now. And maybe what, what isn't working, that would be kind of cool yeah. too. Um, but, but putting that together and just giving that away to our audience and saying, Hey, here's, here's all the stuff that you guys told me. Um, so that I love that boy, what a great, awesome. great idea. Oh, yeah. I love that. Um, <laughs> So, so what, what do we think about 2023? Here's what we know. We know yeah. rates are, are higher than they were. I don't want to say high. I just want to say higher than they were um, because my, when my parents got, got their first mortgage. It was double digits in the, uh, in the, in the late seventies. So, so again, it's all relative, but we know that, that, that people are not as happy with rates as they, as they were. Um, so what, what are we, ta- how are we talking about yeah. this? Not, not just rates. I just mean, how are we talking to, to clients right now? Or what are you suggesting agents do um, to really yeah. explain sort of, uh, or rather to, to sort of set the narrative versus what maybe the media is, is projecting? Correct. Well, Hey, the media is always going to put things out there that are going to generate activity, Right. Um, the reality is that real estate transacts based around most real estate transacts around life goals, not financial yeah. goals. Yeah, um, it's so true, not, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, we're not talking about like yeah investment properties and all that stuff. Like that's a little different. But for the vast majority uh, of people that buy or sell real estate, they're doing it not because of finances, but they're doing it because of life, death, divorce, birth. Job, new job, yeah, right. You name it. So, so the reality is that most people, real estate's one thing you need. That's a necessity of life. That's also an asset that you you need to buy and sell. 
right? Air, water, like you, you're not really buying and selling that. It's just like sort of natural shelter is a, is a necessity of life. So one of the key things that I challenge are the realtors that are listening to this is find the people that have those life events that do have that need and with them, work with them on solutions. So uh, a, an entrepreneurial principle we talk about here at Compass is be solutions driven. When you are encountering a problem within your, your client's life or your transactions, et cetera, the more you focus on the problem, the, the less you're going to accomplish. The more you focus on potential solutions and the pros and cons of each, well, now you can actually move into action. Uh, so the bottom line is there's usually a solution to something. And at the end of the day, that's what we need to drive at. There's two, one buy downs. There's yeah. uh, seller held financing. There's, you know, there's lots of potential solutions, but what are they? Now, the one thing um, when I think about 2023, I, I went through 2008. I, I think you might have as well. Like, mm -hmm. the well, no, I, I got in just after that, but, uh, okay. but I've yeah. had enough guests on the show that have been through it. So I feel like yeah. I've been through it. <laughs> yeah. And, and that was a different because there was a nuclear bomb that went off underneath our feet. This yeah. is different because what we're doing here is we're just pumping the brakes on the, the growth that was not healthy, right? Like it was not healthy to have offer, you know, double digit growth, like multiple bids like that. That was not a good thing. So the, the what I'm trying to coach realtors on and also this and in essence, like your buyers and sellers is that, hey, you got to go back into the life goals of what you're trying to do and then backfill into the finances. Start with life, then go finances rather than being like, oh, I just watched something on Fox News or CNN and I'm scared. Well, that's not that's not how you should make a decision. Um, the second thing is that get ready for the bounce, meaning this is a little bit of a, a correction into normalcy. And at some point, as rates start to go down, the demand is still there. We haven't gotten rid of the demand for housing, right? We haven't gotten, and the inventory is still at all-time lows, frankly. Even as we're starting to increase, we're still at an all-time low for most markets. So the reality is there, there is probably a little bit of a bounce coming. We just don't know exactly where that's going to be. And once again, the work you do in the next six months will probably dictate the next two years of your real estate career. Because if you sit there and once again, that anxiety kicks in and you just throw up your hands and say, well, I'm just going to sit here and go on Facebook and Instagram and uh, you know, give up. Well, you're probably going, that's going to dictate the next two years of your real estate career. You're going to live pretty slim. Most realtors that I'm working with right now are, are so excited because of the fact that they actually have time now to help clients. Yes. They have time to work in their serum. They have time to take those actions, build the Thanksgiving recipe book, frankly. They yeah, you get to do the that. fun stuff now. Now's the fun yeah. stuff time. Yeah, exactly. And the reality is like, yes, it's just about getting better as a professional and improving your craft. And as you do that, you're going to do more transactions and you're frankly going to gain a lot of market share. Most most good agents are actually like, ooh, here's an opportunity. All those like, if you do research in your local market, look up how over the last 20 months, how many deals were, how many agents did one, two or three deals in the last 20 months? The reality is those agents are gonna be gone in the next six yeah. months. We, we're are. already, we're all, we have a holding company here at, uh, at our, we have two companies, one's for active producing agents and yep. ones we just, uh, created Referral. for, not every state has these, but for people that don't actively produce, but want to keep their license active yeah. and they just want to hang it. We, in the last, so we have about 700 agents in that, in that company, in the holding company in the last, or maybe 800 now in the last month, we've added almost, uh, 50 agents just because yeah. people are exiting the business. So if you are a producing agent, whether you're part-time or full-time, now's the time to really get excited because lots of people are leaving. That's right. And and I think too, we'll see this accelerate as dues come for like most associations yeah. operate <laughs> on a yearly yep. schedule. So you'll see that jump in January probably as well. So it's uh, it's key. And, and once again, I think it's like the positive is like there are really solid economics. People have equity. People, you know, you remember, like, I know you just got in, but you probably remember doing short sales. 
right? Sure. Where people didn't have equity um, yeah. and banks were foreclosing. Like we have a lot of positive economic uh, aspects that are going on right now that are good. And if you're buying a home, the reality, this is a really great way you can explain to buyers. Here are three options. There are three things that are going to happen with interest rates. If you buy today, number one, interest rates are going to go up and you're going to be really happy that you locked in this 7% or 6.5% or whatever it is you locked in. Number two, they're going to stay the same and then you're no worse off. Or number three, they're going to go down and then you're going to refinance into that lower rate. So the reality is in either one of these scenarios, you're going to be you're going to end up in a good space um, as long. And that's a really great way that you can explain to buyers right now, the fact that interest rates going up, it's just sort of the reality of where we are as in in the, in the interest rate market, the reality of interest rates are going to change. And if they go up and you locked in, I remember I just bought a house actually in, uh, in June. And I was, I was so pissed. I was like, man, I could have locked You in. missed out. <laughs> I missed it. And now I'm like, oh, my, my mindset is like totally changed. I was like, oh, thank God I locked in then at the, you know, the 4.25 like rate I got. I was at the time I was so mad. Now I'm thrilled. But the reality yeah. is no matter where you are, you can explain one of three things is going to happen. They're going to go up and you're going to be happy. They're going to stay the same. You're going to be happy. They're going to go down and you got to pay a little money to refinance into the lower rate. Yeah, it you know, and and you you brought up something uh, a few minutes ago that I just want to step on a little bit because it's so important, which is that you said most consumers, most buyers and sellers aren't thinking about rates. They are thinking about their life events. And and funny enough, I just got lucky when I bought uh, my most recent condo, um, which just happened to fall in a time when the rates were that low. That was not the reason I bought. It was because this new development came about and I was like, I needed to make a move. And it just so happened that I got lucky with rates. It could have been that it was 7%. Either way, um, I needed to move. And so I just got lucky. So I think as agents, we often we're so immersed in it that it's so much of our life that we think everyone else is thinking about it. But you're right. In most cases, people are thinking about what they need for their family and whatever the rate is, is the rate. And it'll affect what they can afford, of course, but it's not going to, I don't think it's pushing people away as much as agents might be talking about it right now. Like agents are thinking people are, are scared and they don't want to pay. And I'm like, I don't know how true that is for the vast majority of buyers and sellers. And um, you will feel this ebb out a little bit too, because yeah. right now we probably still have the people that were looking uh, at in the three and 4% yeah. rate. And for those who people didn't get in, is, yeah, that it is real for them, but the people that you will encounter over the next six months, when they meet you and you do your consultation, you explain, here's the process, here's the payment, here's where rates are for them. That's just where rates are. Right. And, 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 and one more thing I was just going to, before I'm sorry, yeah. but you, but also too, the people who did buy a couple of years ago, the last couple of years, probably overpaid by a significant. So that's another thing you can bring up. If somebody's like, well, rates right. are where they're at say like, well, let me just show you what it would have cost back then to purchase yeah. this home. Um, and, and, you know, and then all of a sudden things get more in line, like, oh, okay. It's not yeah, the sky yeah, isn't yeah. falling. Sorry, I'm sorry, and go ahead. No, no, I, I was going to almost say the exact same thing. And the other positives are we can actually do a home inspection. We can actually get an appraisal. Yeah. We can actually yeah, you don't have to buy it sight unseen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bought my home with no, I didn't see it. I just went off the pictures. Amazing. I didn't do an inspection. I didn't have a mortgage contingency, even though I got a mortgage. So no appraisal contingency, right? Wow. And, and, but I knew, I knew what I was doing. I'm a professional. Yeah. Because yeah, they were like, look at it, knew what I was basically buying yeah. but it, still that's scary scary yeah. i'm in the yeah. business and I, it, I was really scared about it but at the end of the day that's what buyers had to do to get a home the positive now is actually i as a real estate professional can protect you i can actually do an inspection for you we can do an appraisal we can have a mortgage contingency hey you need to sell your home and buy this one we can actually make it contingent now because of the fact we're back what we're doing is we're just coming back to the ground yeah. this is like we were we just it was a rocket that took off and now we're just sort of settling back into the ground uh, of what's normal in real estate it's normal for a house to take 60 days to sell 
it's not normal for it to sell in two or three days back in you know 2010 you sold the house in two days you're like woo yeah that's great you know no it's like it's normal for this to take some time and that's what we had to adopt this mindset that we are professionals and what we do matters because if what we do doesn't matter then the internet companies are just going to take it over and do it for us at a cheaper rate frankly right yeah. And, and they're going to do a better job digitally than we can do because that's their business. What we can do is all the interpersonal stuff, all the, we care about you stuff. And if that's you right. can be the care about you person and the, I can educate you and, and re um, you know, reassess uh, what's actually going on and re-educate you and make you feel cared for and appreciated as a, as a human being, um, then you know th that's going to win out almost every time uh, over Agreed. over the tech. Um, that being said, um, I think this is actually a perfect place to wrap up. So <laughs> I want a couple of things. Um, the six AMers, if you are a Compass agent and you want to participate in the accountability group, what's the best way that they should do? I guess they probably know internally. They probably know how to get access. I, I hope so. But it, just in case you don't, you could obviously email me sky at compass.com or you could actually sign up on the website as a Compass agent as well. And if you are not a Compass agent, which of course most people listening are not, let's listen to the podcast. Subscribe to 6AMers and get a, uh, still, you still get all the interviews and all the exciting parts of what Sky does. And by the way, if you are an agent and you are, um, you know, not happy at your current firm or just want to see what else is out there, obviously Compass would love the opportunity to speak with you. Um, there's, you know, reach out to your local Compass office. You can reach out to Sky as well. I'm sure he yep. can direct you right. to the right, right person. Um, but Compass is really doing some great things and I don't work for Compass and I'm impressed with Compass um, because I just think they're, they do so many, so many wonderful things for agents. So definitely if you're looking to explore other options, except if you're one of our agents, stay with us. <laughs> but I'm, I'm only being silly, of course. Um, but, but anyway, if you are exploring other options, check out Compass. They are actually a bit different than a lot of what the traditional big firms uh, offer. So check them out. They're there. They do a lot of great things. Um, so Sky, um, thank you so much for being on the show. This was a real pleasure and a lot of fun for me. And I, I can't, I won't become a compass agent only because I, I have my, my feet are firmly planted here, but I wish I was only to be part of your 6am group. So maybe I'll start, figure out a way to sneak under the door because I want, I need that accountability in my life. So if anyone out there is a compass awesome. agent, um, you know, definitely let's sign up for 6amers. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's I mean, so many people read the Hal Elred book of the miracle morning, which yep. is like ever, I feel like every realtor I know has read that book. This is an extent extension of that um and yeah. and and you know specific to real estate so anyway guys um thanks we want on behalf of sky and myself we want to thank everyone for listening and supporting our show as i said earlier please tell a friend that's the only thing that you could that you need to do to help us continue to grow and also check out sky michaels everything he offers uh on the uh, on the national stage with with compass as well as his 6 amers podcast and accountability group go to skymichaels.com link to that in the show notes and also uh 6 amers which uh, I apologize. I forgot the uh, website for that. Is that 6amers.com? 6amers.com. Yeah. The Perfect. 6 and we'll have links to that in the, yeah. the show notes. So six the, the 6amers.com. So anyway, Sky, thank you so much. And we will see everybody on the next episode. Thank you, everyone.